What did I just say? For the last time. I feel like I did. And it went me, you, and then Amelia. Yeah, that tracks. All right. Whoo, yeah, let's go. Hey, I'm Carrie. And I'm Sarah. And, and we're, we're too, too drunk, drunk to track. Track. Yeah. Tracks? Tracks? <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. All right. Ch- so I think. Chickadee what? Yeah. Chickadee, chickadee, chickadee what? I, I feel like that should be all you need to know about how this episode is going to go. Oh, it's going to go. It's going to do some things. Okay. We are on the third episode of season two, and it is called The Changeling. And when you find out why, it makes just as much sense as you would expect it to, which is none at all. Zero. Uh, zero sense. It is not replacing one thing with another thing. Like, it's mm. not it. To, okay. like, explain the grief of hard parenting. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, it, it's it, not. I guess, like, in if you're including the parenting aspect slightly closer <laughs> but still not no, it, it just no. doesn't make any sense i refuse to accept any of that <laughs> okay, okay 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 this this is, this is stupid so there have been episodes that seem like they took forever uh court martial was one of them it seemed like it took forever this one i i don't know what was happening but because it, there a lot actually happens in it, it, it there's it a, is lot a busy of episode but there's not it's not a lot of like actiony things and so it just felt like it took for fucking ever. I just found myself kept I kept looking at how much time was left and I was like 31 minutes? Are you fucking kidding me? That's well oh I've already been watching this for 2 days. <laughs> we usually get a lot of fight scenes where if we're taking notes we can just write like muscle tussle yeah and we know what happens there and we know it takes a while but when we get episodes like this that are very like um i guess story heavy dialogue heavy dialogue heavy you have to write down at least the gist of the of what's being said and your hand aches by the end and you guys should see our fucking notes because they are gibberish (laughs) you're you're gonna be on instagram there and i like she sent me a picture and she was like I have no idea what I was trying to say right here. I, I don't have no idea what this word is supposed to be. And I was like, yeah, oh, Jesus Christ. That's I, me neither. And then I found out later that I was trying to write a word. And I wrote most of the word. Yeah. Apparently, I just vibrated the pen. I'll probably understand this, I bet. Yeah. And this, yeah. It, you did. Like, this is what we're trying to read back to you when we're drunk is these notes that we can't even read sober. That, if you're ever wondering, (laughs) is why we are so bad at telling you what happened. Even though it's literally what we assigned ourselves to do in this podcast. We still do a good job, but we just can't read our handwriting. It's too hard. It's too much to ask of a person. All of those long pauses. (laughs) The pauses where we go, hmm, what was I writing here? This is why. Um, what like was I trying to say? Sometimes we're like, oh, I've, I lost my place in my notes. And other times it's just like, I don't know what I was saying. I have I legitimately no idea what my note means. Yeah. Okay. So that's, that's, uh, there's proof of that going to be on Instagram. So yeah. The changeling. The changeling. Um, we are in space. 
Carrie's done with this episode already. I know. I'm not done with it. I'm just done with it. Uh, There was a distress call, but now we are getting no response from any of the planets. I think there's four planets or whatever. And Kirk does the thing that he does to Ahura every single time. She's like, there's no response. He's like, well, did you check all the frequencies? And she's like, yes, I fucking checked all the frequencies. It's my goddamn job. You think you fucking don't know to check all the goddamn frequencies? Are you fucking serious? Yeah, I am your communications officer. I know how to fucking communicate. I'm like top of the ladder (laughs) at my job. You're not a communication officer. You're a captain. So maybe fucking listen. Like, I'm not going to tell you there's no response if I haven't checked for a response everywhere. Okay? Like, it's so That Probably the fucking captain, apparently. Dude. Um, and then Spock is saying that his sensor readings show there is no life. And Kirk's like, this is that's impossible. There's like at least four billion people down there as of our yeah. last sensor reading. Yeah. Um, and he's like, Well, what could have happened? And Spock's like, I don't know. Like, if we if there was something that happened, we would have like seen yeah. some sign of it he lists off a couple different things he's like well it can't be this because we'd see this and he's like it can't be this because uh radiation levels are normal and he's like basically nothing big happened so yeah so don't, here's I don't know. when we when we find out what it is i still don't understand how they wouldn't have some sort of reading <laughs> that would have told them so I, I i think i can explain it okay a little bit when we get there? When we get there. Okay, okay. We'll move on. Okay. So um, all of the instruments show normal. Like Carrie said, there's no no readings that make any sense. Uh, no signs of disease. And then Sulu says that he's got the shields up because something is coming at them. And it's some sort of bolt of energy. And I guess Kirk's just immediately is like, okay, well, let's get on red alert. He says something to Scotty about the shields, even though Sulu already said that the shields were up. So I guess Scotty's yeah, just making Scotty, sure they're really there. Scotty says, I'm giving them all we've got. I'm <laughs> giving them all we've got, Captain. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's like his tagline. Yeah, I'm really giving is. them all we got. Yeah, he's just, he does his best. Um, we are on a condition red, red alert. Like, I don't know why we get both of those. I either write, but I wrote both of them down or they said both of them. I'm not sure, really. My honestly. next note says, hits them drunk. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they're going to get hit. And then I wrote, boom falls. <laughs> hits them drunk. That makes a lot of sense, actually. Hits them drunk, boom falls. <laughs> they they get hit with something. They have no idea what it is or what it could even possibly be. And it's they, green. Like, it's a the big bridge. green yeah. ball. The bridge goes dark, except for like backlights, and everybody's doing the sort of sway stuff where they're yeah, they're, like, they're falling left and they're falling right. And... Yeah, but it's kind of which is this one was a little bit different because usually when they're when they're doing the sway stuff, all the lights stay on, but this time it got really dark. It totally, did get dark, like like it, it it fucked up their power for a minute, which is yeah, not normal. And then we get our intro. And it was literally like, right, it was when it was all dark and everybody was like trying to figure out what was going on. It just cuts to the intro. So this is actually, it's a little confusing because sometimes the intro takes a page and a half of notes. Oh, yeah. This one was fucking fast. This is like, I don't know, eight sentences. And then there was a goddamn intro. Here's my theory. 
we'll have to test it moving forward. I think if we take a lot of notes in the intro, later on in the episode, it doesn't feel as long. Like it's it's probably a way more exciting episode or something. It doesn't feel like it takes days. But if we have a very short intro, it's a sign of a really boring episode about to come. Okay. I think we should keep track of that because yeah. it sounds right. And I, I want a warning before Dude. I walk into this shit. Yeah. If we can find some sort of pattern, maybe... <laughs> I want to understand what's happening to me. To prepare ourselves. This is going to be one of those things, though, where we, like, uh, we create our own destiny. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's going to feel that way. We'll just, like, take a lot of notes in the beginning to make the rest of the episode feel like it's not as long. All right. So, um, shields are holding after the intro. This is Scotty talking. uh, And then Spock's like, well, that's only temporary. We probably have, like, maybe three more attacks before what hit them what hit them because i wrote this down what hit them and they're this is completely nonsensical it's the equivalent of 90 photon torpedoes i wrote that down too look at us it's it's ridiculous because the photon torpedoes are like they're that's their fucking weapon like it's yeah 90 of them but it's 90 of them and so the shields they could withstand like well we got three more is what he says we got three more of these yeah so like close to 400 like 300 and some yeah photon Photon torpedoes before the shields would go down that's a those are impressive shields yeah and that's a lot of fucking power yeah it's coming from something very small as we find out yeah, but so they're like, yeah, we can resist three more of these, and then our shields are going to blow, and then we're fucked. So uh, Kirk tells Ahura to call Starfleet and explain to them that they're under attack, like he always does, like give them some sort of update. And we get some more information about the shields, um, and the speed of these bolts is very fast, and they get hit again. And uh, they're not being able to find where the source is, so there's nothing in sensor range. And then, and actually, this is really good. Spock says, there's nothing in sensor range. And literally, like, a beat later, he's like, oh, no, wait. There is a thing, but it's really small. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Unknown source, 123 degrees, something small. It's small. Yeah. Unknown source, except for that thing I just found. Yeah. Oh, wait. There was nothing. And then there is actually, JK, there is a thing. And they get hit again. Well, we haven't got there yet. Because Sulu targets it. I already had the. We got hit again. They get hit again oh, you, after. You missed a bunch of notes, Sarah. Mm, I haven't gotten to where they're firing the torpedoes at it. No, Scotty has to divert engine power to shields. It's going warp fifteen, so they can't outrun it. Oh yeah, I didn't care about that. I did wrote. I wrote stuff about shields. I'm just saying that's, that's <laughs> where I'm at. Then it says unknown source. Hundred yeah, degrees, and then they're hit again. It's draining their engine. Oh, yeah, I didn't write any of that down. I'm trying to get through this because it's it's actually a lot of, like, things that happen more than once. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> like, it's, it's a lot of repetition. There's a lot. Yeah. Maybe that's why it seems so long is because, like, we already saw this. We already did it. Like, why are we, we doing it again? What? Yeah. So Ooh. now we get to where Sulu is targeting it. Yes. I'm just, I have done torpedo. Yeah, so they they arm their torpedoes um, and then they fire their torpedoes. And there's a blue explosion. It's a direct hit. Yep. And Spock says there's no effect. 
no effect. It just and absorbed they, all the energy. Yeah, Every, all your protons, all your protons, doesn't yeah. matter. It just sucked them all up. Doesn't all matter. your all your photon torpedoes are mine now. Are belong to like, me. Are belong to me. <laughs> yes, that's the one. <laughs> <laughs> so um Kirk asks Spock, like, is there like some sort of damage to your instruments, maybe? And Spock's like, no, everything's reading fine. We just didn't fucking hurt it. And he's like, well, what could survive that? And like he asks Scotty, like, is this something we can even like take, even deal with? And Scotty says, problematical. <laughs> is that a word that uh, I just no, haven't been so. using it? <laughs> well, he does. He says, fire another. And then that's when Scotty says, problematical, because mm. course, like all of the energy on the ship is right now going to the shields. And yeah. so, in order to fire another thing, that's going to be problematical. It's problematical. Yeah, fucking energy, and they can't they can't fire energy and keep True. all the energy. I did write another hit would be bad. Yeah, like that's, that's um, it. take another hit. The shields will yeah. be down, and, and so the they, opens all channels. Yeah, they decide to hail the ship, and this is where Kirk tries to talk to it. Like we mean you no harm. He does his whole spiel. I'm Captain Kirk. I'm Captain Kirk of the Starship Enterprise. Now I'm a butthole. Um, yeah. And there's no response. So they get the ship specs. So what they've been aiming at and everything. And they find out that it's like, a, it's 500 kilos? I wrote K. 500,000 yeah. something. It's heavy. It's really heavy, but it's only like one meter in diameter length or whatever. So it's not very big. Um, and so they're saying like, well, what could be that small and have intelligent life on it? And that's and Scotty's this, question. This is where I point out that they have met at least two different versions. And that's, I'm, I, I'm always drunk when I watch the show and I'm drunk right now. Yeah, I so. think of right now two literal beings of energy that they have met that. Was it the God? Yeah. And. It, and the oh, people, no, not the God. It was the purple people, and then um, the purple people. Yeah. Of Gothos. Oh yeah, he was energy too. You're right. That's yeah, and I, I guess the God was technically a person, but he could do whatever the fuck he wanted. I think. I mean, it, it seems like when they died, they became energy. They became. And they energy. Didn't really explain what happened after that, but yeah. So there's a like you. Uh, why would you be like there can't be anything alive in there? It's too small. You've Fuck literally you. met them. You've <laughs> met energy. <laughs> the people. I mean, Shut I up. guess Scotty wasn't really on the planets, but I don't know. It doesn't matter. It doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> fucking logs. Yeah. It doesn't <laughs> fucking matter. <laughs> it's like, so, it's, it's a really dumb thing for him to say because obviously it's possible for something to be intelligent in, in that small of a compartment. It's true. But he says it and then. Spock, the logical one, says intelligence does not require bulk, Mr. Scott. So somebody fucking knows what's up. Somebody remembers these episodes yeah. that we watched. Fuck off, Bones. That was Spock, or Scotty. It was Scotty. 
Oh, what's Scotty? Oh. <laughs> but also <laughs> fuck off Bones. <laughs> I like, haven't done anything yet, but. I think I've just been so mad at Bones, I assumed I was yelling at him. <laughs> well, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Ooh, we have been fun. lately. Yeah. Uh, but actually, Scotty's been irking me some lately. Get like, and he he doesn't yeah he doesn't get a lot better in this episode so um they i wrote decode channel one yeah. her gets um oh she gets that message she gets she a gets- message and it sounds like the chipmunks but it's on fast forward mm-hmm. and it's just like <laughs> really obnoxious and they're like her and Spock are both listening very intently to this, which, and this is where you you know that they're both fucking superstars because Spock says it's binary and it's on several channels and it's like compressed into one channel. Like it's only coming from this one channel that's being transmitted to us, but it's definitely several different channels. Um, and I can like, I, I don't understand it, but I know what it's going for. And then like, he's kind of listening and he's like, wait, now it's just on one channel and uh, they start, like, both of them are decrypting. And Ahura's like, this is mathematical. Yeah. Like, she first, gets, like, yeah. It's it's our first kind of, like, glimpse into the fact that she has a, a very mathematical brain. Like, yeah. I think that's kind of where she's always, like, been, she's been good in mathematics. Because she realizes that it's actually a really old code from Earth. Like, there's nothing about this code in, which I find strange, nothing in the ship's records. Yeah. Um, but she knows it because that's how smart she is, I guess, which is cool. Yeah. That's she's, you know, she's a, she's a communications officer, so I'll give her that. It would make sense that she would probably, I assume it's supposed to be, like, Morris code, but she says a symbol, and the symbol that she's getting is to repeat. And Kirk's like, to repeat something that was like in the 60s that we just don't quite understand maybe that's like a cultural 60s thing that we don't quite understand symbol yeah i don't know that's what i'm saying like maybe that was something that somebody did in the 60s yeah like the peace sign Uh like it was like they were sending a repeats sign (laughs) (laughs) repeat sign repeat sign yeah Yeah, the trucker horn (laughs) (laughs) again yeah um so kirk repeats his message yeah um and her gets captain who yeah. are you who are you identify yourself i'm important or whatever and then her gets a new message back with uh, with a formula and she realizes that it's it's trying to communicate and spock and her are working on like decoding it but they're realizing that it's it's trying to communicate so they decide to try and like give it access to their systems yeah they they basically want to try to give this thing the math formula back in english to talk to them yeah so so it knows how to communicate with them um so when they open up their channels to try and give it to this thing it immediately like overloads and there's sparks and everybody has to drink. Drink. Um, and then they're like, shut down the channel or her, and she shuts it down. She cuts power to it. And, and then fine after that, just so you know, nothing's yeah, every, fine. Nothing's broken. Nothing's broken. There were sparks, but everything's fucking fine. <laughs> everything's fine. Um, and Kirk says, apparently they're <laughs> they take it faster than we can give it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, that's definitely where the lines are. It's like, <laughs> here's yeah, that's dirty. That's a dirty line. Um, and then they wow. get a message back. Wow. <laughs> we get a message back, and no, he introduces himself. Whatever this thing is, he says, "I am nomad. Can you leave your ship?" And like, we already know that there's a language barrier here, and this drives me fucking insane. So Kirk decides to respond. And, like, you know that it's just figuring out your language and how to communicate with you. So you'd think, I'll use the simplest terms possible to tell it, no, we won't fit. Yeah, no fit. No, we can't. Too big. No fit. Or just, like, we can't. We, no. Like, I am sorry. No. That's all you have to say. But he's like, it's impossible for us to go to your ship because it's too small. Like, it's just, like... Not that impossible is a big word, but why can't you just say, no, it's not. Like, can you leave your ship? No, I can't. Yeah, no fit. You You, hear. Me, no. You hear. You hear. So they do say that. They say, can you come here? And he's like, "Uh, yeah, that should be satisfactory. And so he decides that he's coming on board. Um, They're going to beam him on board. And Scotty's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, But we're not really going to let that thing on our ship, right? And we are Kirk yeah Duh. Kirk's like <laughs> he's like well at least if it's on our ship there won't be any more shots fired at us when it's aboard probably not everybody will die yeah so he <laughs> tells exactly he tells Ahura to just some people spoilers ah. he mm. tells Ahura to call McCoy and send him to the transporter room where he is going with Scott with Scotty and Spock and they get to the transporter room and everyone's in there I don't know why why does McCoy need to be there? That's exactly what I was just like. Why <laughs> specifically call to get McCoy there? Yeah. Because <clears throat> he has made it abundantly clear that he doesn't know fuck all about aliens. He's a doctor. He's a doctor, not a he's communication. Southern doctor. He doesn't know nothing about aliens. Like, they've said that over and over again. Why would he be like, absolutely if I was the captain and some... You're the captain now! I'm the captain now and here's what's gonna happen. I'm the captain and some weird alien life form is gonna get, like, beamed onto my ship. I'm gonna put the most worthless fucks in that room. Yeah. The bottom of the barrel. Not Not myself. (laughs) No, absolutely not myself. I'm nowhere near there because if it comes in, like, just looking to blow stuff up, True. I don't they want literally, to that. They literally had every important person. They had Scotty, Fock, mm-hmm. and Kirk, the three first three people in command. Yeah. And then they also brought Bones. <laughs> like, just like, yeah. I guess if if the ship goes to Ahura after that, then I think it makes sense. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, because she wasn't there. And but I, I don't think, think so because she is a woman. But she's a communications officer. It probably goes to Sulu, who knows how oh, to yeah. run the ship. He's and the then to Chekhov, who is about two. Yeah. And <laughs> it's like, <laughs> there's no other yeah. characters to name, but it's going to be before Uhura, because she is, yeah. in fact, a woman. She is just a woman. That's, you're right. I don't know. I don't know what I was yeah, thinking. A girl in the world. Yeah. <laughs> so... Um, we are in the transporter room and they beam in a robot. 
We didn't really know it was going to be a robot. But here's the here's the thing. Here's here's the thing. So we knew whatever it was was only like a meter in length or whatever, right? And we know that we're beaming like when you're beaming something under your ship, you have to know what it is, right? Like you have to know the shape and the size and particularly yeah, you have which to like download it basically. Yeah, which atoms you want to take and then rebuild. Yeah. How to, like like we don't it doesn't matter did they just know it was just a robot and there was actually no sentient life did were we aware of that Ah, it doesn't fucking matter okay i (laughs) i mean it's fine because like we're we're looking for sentient life we assumed something on this robot was sentient how did we know to transport the entire ship basically instead of whatever was inside of it um it doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't fucking matter. I don't know. We... How to answer. It doesn't fucking matter. None so of this matters. Uh, they have beamed a robot onto the ship. Dun dun dun. We get yeah, to go to a commercial break. Um, yeah, it has some sort of protective screen on it, and like nobody really wants to approach it. And Bones is like, "Should we knock?" <laughs> like, um, and. It asks them to relate their point of origin. And Kirk's just like, well, we're from an international Starfleet, blah, 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 wherever, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, uh, no, that, yeah, it's like, no, that doesn't make any sense. Like what you're saying does not compute. I'm going to, I'm going to scan everything. And so it scans everything. And Kirk's still trying to talk to it. And then it's like, non sequitur, your facts are, <laughs> facts are uncoordinated. Yeah, <laughs> like, non sequitur. Yeah. There's so many things that I would have said instead of this robot. Illogical. Yeah. Your facts are inconsequential. Or, oh, I thought it was uncoordinated. No, that's oh, what no, yours. Yeah, yours makes more sense. I, I see. I would not I have been like, like non sequitur. Your facts yeah. are uncoordinated. Like, that's I, so clunky and weird in 60s i guess i would have been like irrelevant your facts are illogical yeah your facts are in fact opinion (laughs) yeah they're not actually facts those aren't actually facts um i do kind of like your facts are uncoordinated i'm probably going to use that on somebody like the facts are just like tripping over their own feet look at us go okay I think we're in the transporter room. It's really hard to tell where when Craig cuts off where he decided to cut off because he just picks a spot at some no point. Idea. <laughs> nope just, idea. He left the channel and it yeah. it could have been 50 minutes ago. We don't know. We don't know. I, I'm fairly certain we're in the transporter room and there's a robot. If it was anything prior to that, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> also, I'm fairly certain. Spock is saying that this is a highly sophisticated program of some sort, and then it's still spouting off like insufficient response. Your facts are uncoordinated, using its like stupid, weird terminology that makes no sense. And then sequitur, yeah, non sequitur, in- introducing itself as nomad again and again and again. Um, and then I think it's Scotty asks it, "What's your source of power?" Which, by the way, is a weird fucking question to ask. A robot you just beamed on board. <laughs> Can yes. you not see? <laughs> but it's it's Scotty, so that actually makes sense. Like, how do you fucking... You're fucking floating. But you he, just blasted our shit 
his his engineer brain is just like, how the fuck is all this? Ha- what the fuck is this? How do you, how how you doing? How you doing? I get I get that part of it. I get why he'd want to know that if he hadn't just beamed it on board. But he literally controlled the machine that took apart its atoms and put its atoms back together. Like, it's like a diagram in like, the transporter. Why does he not have this information already? It's like everything about it. I assume with transporters, like when, because it does take you apart and rebuild you. And that's like, uh-huh. that's just how it goes. Like they know exactly all how your guts are. Like they could just look at that picture. It's like the airport scanner yeah. that yes, he hates. The x-ray. Yeah, like the big, like the standing x-ray. like The I one that shows all my fat rolls. Yeah, the, the <laughs> one where you can see the penis. <laughs> you can see the dick. Yeah. But, that's, but it's better than that because it's probably in color. Like, it's not fucking around. No, like, it Scott, does everything. You have that. You, I don't know, you look at the, the yeah. tiny dick. Look at the um, tiny dick, Scotty. Look at the tiny robot dick. <laughs> um, and then Noban responds. Uh, he says that he his power source has changed since the beginning, and he took much from the other. And when I first watched this, none of that made sense to me. On second watch through, it makes more sense. <laughs> yeah. Um. Which you'll find out why. Uh, and then Kirk starts like talking to Spock and he's like, wasn't there a nomad that was launched in like the early 2000s? Uh, like a probe? That, and like Please maybe. Check. No, there wasn't. There no. is a nomad rover that was, it's a NASA rover and it never made it out into space. It actually was, they would take it into the desert no bad was like their prototype for like, what would it be like to drive on Mars? I don't know. Let's drive in the desert. So that's See what that's, that's like. like. But yeah. I do believe that Nomad was named Nomad because of Star Trek. That would I, it would track to me that that's what they and it's a good name. Like it doesn't suck. Would it trek? It treks. It treks yeah. for me. <laughs> that treks. <laughs> that treks. Oh, okay. <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> Spock, my notes make no sense here. Can you tell me what happens before the next scene? It just says warp power, full capability, not Scotty. 97, and it says, Nomad insist on a tour. Oh, he wants a tour. Okay, so that's what Spock and Bones and take the, it to go do. are looking at star charts eventually. Yes. So Nomad comes, he floats into this room behind them. And it's it's Kirk and Spock and Bones and some random guy in a red jumpsuit. And it sits down on the table because I think they were tired of like holding it up by the string. Because yeah. it does float. It's a floating robot, guys, if we didn't mention that before. Yeah, it definitely <laughs> floats everywhere. It just floats Self-held, wherever. Floaty yeah. guy. Floaty guy. Um, and they show it the point of origin and he's like, oh, are you the third planet in your solar system around a star called Sol? And they're just like, hey, yeah, we are. And he's like, oh, you're my creator. Uh, so sterilization is not necessary for you. Um, and it, it, the key finds out that Kirk's name is Kirk. And in particular, that information, like Kirk is his creator to him. Um, like, 
on the day that my child is capable of destroying the world, when she goes, oh, that's right, you made me and doesn't destroy me because of that fact alone. I'm going to be so I'm going to think about this episode and be so happy because I really hope that's what happens. I, I want to point out that I could hear Aubrey saying the creation of perfection is not an error. <laughs> yeah, the creation of perfection is not an error. Yeah, mom. So you did a good job. That's not, you didn't air. I am perfect. (laughs) Absolutely. So this robot thinks Kirk is its dad. (laughs) We'll get back on track here. Uh, A parental unit. We'll say that. A parental. Yeah, we're going to get into how Kirk describes himself later because it is borderline problematic and stupid. Mm -hmm. But my note says, thinks Kirk is his dad (laughs) because he calls him the creator. Um, and then he's like, he's like, but definitely not Bones. Like, that guy is imperfect. He is not my creator. Fuck that guy. He's no. the worst. Yeah. And then, uh, I don't even remember what he says about him. But he, he says something about him being illogical and imperfect. And then Kirk's just like, well, sometimes. <laughs> like, yeah. you're, wrong. Not, you're not wrong. Uh, so he, Nomad is talking about his function. He says it is to destroy things that are not perfect. That's what I'm here for. Um, and so then there, and then Bones gets fucking mad. He's like, did you destroy this whole system? Like 4 billion people? Like, I'm so mad at you. Dude, it's not cool. It's not cool. And I'm so mad. And then like Kirk jumps back in and he's like, so why do you think? I'm your creator. And the machine's just like, well, Nomad is just like, is that an incorrect assumption? Is there a reason why you wouldn't be my creator? And Spock's just like, nope. He just yeah. Spock just jumps He's like, well, I mean, and then Spock's like, nope, nope. he's the creator. That dude created you. 100% that's your creator. Yep, that's that the dude. That's your bro. Definitely. And- so obviously Kirk is like, uh, yeah. What? And Spock is just like, just fucking go with it. Go with just, it. Just, he's like winking. Yeah. You're the creator now. You're the creator. You're the creator now. Yeah. Um, so then they decide to leave and they just leave this poor guy in the red jumpsuit with the robot. And I went, yeah, I 100% thought he was going to die. Oh, yeah. No, I actually <laughs> down, left him with red shirt. Yeah, with a, he had a red jumpsuit on. And I was like, hmm, he's fucking dead. He's good. We do have four red shirts who die in this episode. Somehow this guy is not one I of them. This might be why red shirts. That's mm-hmm. like the trope is red shirts die. Oh, yeah. But he's but not. Not, not red jumpsuits. Red jumpsuits spoilers. seem to be fine. Yeah. Uh, spoilers. <laughs> so they walk away. And Bones is talking about how he's he thinks that that was like our probe from the past. Um, he's, he's a little gassy. <laughs> um, so, like they they're talking about how it was destroyed or damaged somehow, and it must have repaired itself, but they don't really know how that happened yet. So Spock's working on on figuring out what that means like this 
this damaged and repaired thing that obviously changed yeah. its programming. It makes no sense whatsoever. Like, how would something get borderline destroyed and still be fucking around on my ship? Like, yeah, but also like borderline destroyed comes back deadly. Yeah, <laughs> and is fucking around on your ship. So. <laughs> Oh, and they just leave sense. a guy alone with it and so we go back to that poor guy who's Which, alone again Sarah and I were like that guy's fucking dead because he's this dead robot does not give a shit about anything at all it kind of respects Kirk which we don't understand but Daddy. Does, so whatever and so like they are just like hey guy you look soft take care of this thing keep track of it he's not gonna kill you I bet I Sorry. Uh, we do go to... So we're in there with him and the robot. And the like the guy like looks at the robot real close. And then there's just this light on the top of the robot that turns on. And he, the guy's just like, oh, I apologize. Didn't mean to disturb you, Mr. Robot. Uh, do, you, do you want anything? And the robot's just like, nah, I'm good. I'm a robot. Um, and then he gets a call from Ahura. And she's asking him how things are going there. And he says, all systems are normal, except some phaser, some, I, it might be phaser. Like, hey, just give me a second. I want to check some things out. So well, what it was is there was one system that wasn't working quite properly. And she says, well, Scotty's working on that. So can you keep an eye on it and let me know when you're seeing normal signals so I can tell Scotty. And so what they do is leave the channel open. Open, yes. Have him walk around and look at every flicking light. Mm-hmm. The whole ship. Instead of it, like... All of the little blinky lights. Like, just let me know when it happens. He's like, okay, just hang on a second. And he just starts walking around looking at everything that blinks. And mm-hmm. Ahura is part of the channel. And so she starts humming mm-hmm. at first. She's just humming to herself. Yeah. And having a fine time and then the dude still is not coming back like who knows what he's doing he's just fucking off and so she starts singing this really pretty song yeah she has a beautiful voice it it is every time she sings it's really nice yeah she's but wonderful the robot gets a definite hard on boner he gets a boner <laughs> yeah like there's a thing out of his forehead that shoots out yeah it's like a with a little dish at the end. Like, it's yeah. even got a head on it. Like, it's, even... head. <laughs> and it's, like, it's very slow. It's like, and he like focuses in on her voice. And you can tell this because she's singing and yeah, happening. And then he just fuck it. The robot fucking leaves. And the he dude like floats like, out of the room. <laughs> yeah, the dude is like looking at the flicking lights in the background. And the guy's just like, well, fucking Did, see you. didn't notice that so uh nomad <laughs> nomad is we go to a conversation now between kirk and spock i think maybe bones is there i don't remember but he they're talking about how nomad was like this dream project of a, another guy named kirk kirk but not our kirk a different kirk Roy. and Roy Not Kirk? James Kirk. Roy no, Kirk. Roy Kirk. But they think that this is why the damaged robot thought that Kirk was its daddy. Turned Kirk. And it was like, that's, it, it was like a duck hatching out of the egg. <laughs> I know and you he, said, 
I know you said it heard Kirk, but I heard turd Kirk. <laughs> it turd Kirk. It it turd Kirk. It turd Kirk. It turd Kirk. I might have even said that. It, no, I think you said it heard. It Just, turd Kirk. Well, he is a turd. Go on. It heard Kirk. Well, it imprinted on Kirk like a baby it, duckling. Like Kirk. It did. Kirk. Kirk? I know a Kirk. He's my dad. Kirk. Kirk's my dad. Yeah, except my my Kirk's parental my figure. Yeah, Kirk's my mom, my mommy. Kirk's my mom. Um, so uh, Spock thinks that there's probably more damage. I wrote Spock think s'more damage. <laughs> I wrote s'more. <laughs> like more. I know more. it's not what I meant. I think it's Spock thinks more than damage, but. Who knows? So um, it's supposed to be seeking out life is what Bones says. He's like, he jumps in here. He's like, it's obviously fucked up. It's it's prerogative here because that's not what it was sent out for. Um, it got confused and it wants, it's now thinks it wants perfect life. And this is what Spock is, I guess, speculating, but he's saying it like a statement. That's a pretty big fucking jump. That's a fucking huge logic. <laughs> that is... <laughs> same okay let's you know what i what i've learned from the show is that unless they're like trying to make a point about spock being silly and stupid he's never fucking wrong yeah no he's That's he's always yeah he's always right so we should have known like oh now it thinks perfect and i they do present it like a fact it just seems like that's an assumption. <laughs> So uh, Kirk says, well, then it's going to destroy us because it's going to find out that we're not perfect. Uh, so he calls security to send them to the control room. And then Spock's like, oh, Captain, um, no one's not in the control room anymore. And then he like calls security again. He's like, JK, we oh, yeah. need a full... We need a full search for this guy. Security, find it. Like, I told you where to find it, but I was wrong. Yeah. So find it. <laughs> Figure your shit out. There's a one floating robot on this ship. Yeah. Please find it. By the way, floating robot. I know you have sensors on this ship. How do you not be able to sense where that is? And also, there's got to be cameras. I have cameras every fucking where. Goddamn. Like, this is the future, guys. You can find a floating fucking robot. Get together. Find a goddamn robot. Yeah. So we're on the bridge. And, uh, and her is singing. And Scotty noticed fucking this floating robot pop in because, duh. And so he calls Kirk and he's like, um, Captain. He whisper calls. That's yeah, what he whispers. He whisper he's, calls. He's whispering. And he's like, the beasties here on the bridge and then and then kirk's like we're on our way and then he hangs up and then like we go back to the bridge and and it's just floating over towards ahura and she's like what the fuck is happening like it flows like past sulu he doesn't even yeah and then it just like it is within two feet of ahura and then she's like <gasps> whoa whoa what? i mean it doesn't make noise no, but still, I don't know. I, maybe it's my anxiety, but I fucking noticed everything. I, I would, as soon as that door opened on the bridge, yeah. I would have been like, who's here? High alert. I don't what know. is happening? 
I could be a tiger. I could be dying. I don't know. <laughs> New person in the room. We uh, have to check on this. Uh, so, um, but it is in front of her, and he's like, "Why are you doing that?" And she's like, "Why am I what?" And it's like the thing you're doing. And she's like, "Singing? Is it sing? Like, do you want to know why I'm singing?" <laughs> like, she's very confused by being interrogated by a robot that's floating in the air in front of her. Also, and it's like quite confused. It would have been confusing. Um, and he's like, yes, you're singing. Like, to what purpose are you doing this? And she's like, well, I like to sing. I just enjoy doing it. I thought it was a good idea. I like music. And he's like, what's music? And then it's like scanning her and Scotty like fucking, this is where I'm a little bit annoyed with Scotty. He decides to just white knight this shit again. And he's uh, like, ah. he's just like, don't touch her. And like, I don't know if what happened to Ahura is because it was scanning her and got cut off or if it would have done it anyway. I don't know. Oh, I think but, it would have done it anyway. I really okay. think that. Okay. So. Well, later. Yeah. It, he doesn't. He, this is a sexist robot, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, like, Scotty runs at it. He's like, don't you touch her. And he touches it and he gets exploded back. And he smacks against the wall. And I think that Kirk and Bones have entered at this point. And Bones runs over to Scotty and he's like, oh, he's dead. Yeah. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. He's dead. And we get a commercial break and we go back. And then uh, Kirk's like, why would you kill him? And he's like, well, he touched my screens and I didn't like that. And I'm a robot. And I don't care for that. I don't care for it. Um, he's yeah. like, it was. Your unit. You called him a unit. I just now realized that. So the whole person that had the whole thing happening to them was Ahura, the woman. Mm-hmm. And Scotty died. Scotty jumped and then Scotty got exploded. He did. Kirk cares about Scotty first, even though Ahura is the one who's been violated for a bit. I I would not normally give Kirk this space. But I think it's because Ahura is still standing. He might not have noticed that anything has happened to her yet. She's still, like, she's still upright. But he, yeah, she's so pretty. pretty. (laughs) But when Kirk walks into the room, he is seeing Scotty get thrown across the room against the wall. All right, that's fair. That's fair. So I think that that was his first, like... Yeah. thing that he like is understanding about the situation um and he says he calls scotty a unit that's what nomad says um and then and then he says well that unit was my chief engineer and this is where we first see Ahura's face and she's like completely blank like but she is still standing she's just like not responding to people not understanding anything yeah. around her she's just got a blank look on her face um and the nomad says, well, this unit, he's talking about Ahura, was confusing and chaotic. Um, and I didn't like how her brain made me feel. So, like, there's no way that Ahura upset him just like because of her singing. Like, it had to have been because she was a woman that they're saying that she was chaotic and confusing. Like, that. 
robot didn't take a fucking second to scan another human being. No. There happened to be singing. And then he scans it and says, this is chaotic. Like, he be like, I feel like they were really putting out, like, the, the crazy woman. Crazy. Yeah, like, hysterical woman vibe. And yeah. I did not care for that because I don't think men are any well-ordered. I think that they, like, put everything into anger terms instead of, like, feelings or try to, like, actually sort their feelings. They're just like, well, I'm mad about this this much and I'm mad about this this much. Well, that's the thing. Like, Bones has already showed his, like, crazy emotions to this robot. Like, he is legit lashed out at it, like, twice now. Where he's been like, well, you're a bad robot and I'm mad at you. Like, I don't... He he hasn't done that yet. Uh, Well, I guess that was earlier. But he did earlier. He said, like, uh, you killed four billion people on those planets. Oh, well, that's... I mean, that's not the same kind of lashing out that he... That he does later, yes. But I'm just saying, like, he's he's shown emotions. He's shown that he is... His emotions are chaotic. Maybe they weren't, like, sustained enough. I... It's something about singing really triggered this robot that yeah, we don't understand. And it, it, and maybe it wasn't meant to feel this way, but it felt super sexist. It felt like it zoned in on the one creative woman on the ship and just deleted her because it thought that her her brain was confusing and chaotic. <laughs> like I don't like this. I yeah. don't understand this i scanned other people's brains like that's what bugs me like it has to have scanned everybody i mean it's a fucking robot well and it said that like it it knew to destroy imperfections like it's job is to scan shit it flat out said that bones was imperfect earlier (laughs) like it scanned him it knew So, I don't know. It just... You know what we get to do, Sarah? It's the writing! It's the writing! It's bad writing. And, like... Bad writing! It does... Because this happened, we do get our first past Bechdel test. So... So, that is exciting, even though the rest of the story fucking sucks balls. Um, that'll come up. Uh, but her is blank. Yeah, she's blank because she was a confusing and chaotic unit. And then I don't like this either. Spock says that unit is a woman. Like you can't just say that unit is a person. Yeah, <laughs> like, that unit is a person. And you know what, That's Scotty? Like, what also confusing and shitty. <laughs> Scott's also. A person like Scotty was there and he is dead now and it called him a unit. Why aren't we like Yeah, why can't I be a unit? Why do I have to be yeah. a woman? Why did it why like, wasn't the line? This is my question. Why wasn't the line those units were people? Yeah. Like done. I fixed it. Like it's so easy. And seen. It doesn't matter seen. that she's a woman. It doesn't fucking matter. Okay. It, it doesn't, doesn't fucking matter. Fucking matter. So they're carrying out dead Scotty from the bridge. And uh, and Nomad's like, are you going to repair him? And Kirk's like, he's dead. Like, you killed him. And he's like, mm, insufficient response. And Kirk's like, 
his biological functions have ceased. <laughs> like, yeah. what do you want me to say here? Yeah, and he's like, not doing shit yeah, at all. He doesn't work anymore. He's decommissioned. He broke. He broke. <laughs> yeah, he broke. And so Nomad says, do you want me to fix him? And Kirk kind of looks at Bones and Bones is like, I don't, I don't know, but if he's going to do something, he has yeah. to do it soon. I can't do fuck all. So yeah, he's dead. do anything, it's that guy who's going to yeah. do shit. Let it him have me. that. So, like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's like, I'm going to require all of your tapes and information on human bodies and and brain scans from Scotty and all of these things. And Bones is like, okay, we'll give him all of everything that's needed. Just throw all that shit in there. He and says like 50 different medical words that yeah. I don't think he knows at all. He's I don't. Like, we I need don't, neuroplegic something, something around scans. He just says a bunch of medical things at him. And they all make sense. Everything is perfect. Um, Scotty comes. Yes, and so the the machine, the nomad, floats over to where Spock is preparing all of this information, and you definitely see its string. Like you would, like I didn't see its string at any other point, but Carrie pointed out right here on the bridge. You one hundred percent see its string as it floats over to the computer to get this information. It's not even like. They're not even trying to. No, they gave up at this point because they had done a really good job the whole rest of the time. Maybe they recorded this part last because they did. And they were done. Maybe you should show the top or if it was floating, you couldn't see the string. Like they did a great job until this scene when they were like, you know what? Fuck it. It's a string. Yeah, it's a string. No one's going to notice. It's going to be fine. What do we know? And tell her. Yeah. No, no, we're no, we're garbage. So, um, the Scotty tells the machine, he's like, okay, I'm going to give you this information. Can you take it slowly, please? And not break down our everything. And so it comes over and it slowly gets the info. And it's like, Scotty is very primitive to have broken down. Um, uh, but he, he thinks he can fix him. So they go to sick bay and there's like this really awkward scene where it like nomad follows bones into the elevator and bones looks like he does not want this robot to follow him. And so they go to sick bay and Kirk wants security on nomad at all times. Like it'll help. I, he's a fucking floating robot. So we're in med bay. And Nurse drink. Chapel's there. Yeah, drink. drink. Nurse Chapel's there. And everyone's just kind of standing around dead Scotty. And Nurse Chapel's like, well, there's no reaction. And then they're like, give it a second. And then suddenly everything starts beeping and blooping and things are moving up and down on the reading boards. Drink. Um, green because, yeah, you know, that's where healthy is. Green. He's- He's perfect now. Everything's great. He's back online. He's fine. Um, and they're like, I think that uh, Bone says unbelievable, and Spock says fascinating. Um, and then Scotty's like waking up, and he's like, whoa, 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 that machine 
it fucking tried to hurt Lieutenant Uhura. And like as much as I hate the white knighting that he did, he does call her by her title. And I do enjoy that. <laughs> like, good job. Yes. Uh, and so he's like getting like upset and they're like, that's okay. Like everything's fine. And Bones, Bones starts getting mad and he's like, I think I'm going to check on him to make sure this robot did a good job and blah, blah, blah. And so he wants a full exam on Scotty and Kirk is like, okay, well now you're going to come repair a Hura because she, you also fucking hurt her and she needs fixed as well. And Nomad's like, it's not possible. Like she has been wiped clean. I I absolutely hate this storyline. So they, they've completely wiped her brain. And and then Spock says maybe she can be re-educated. And I just don't think we should ever, ever, no. ever use the term re-education. Don't use that word. And, you know, I, I do believe that in the 60s it didn't have the same connotation. Like, it wasn't... It existed, though. Like Actually, we, because the internment camps... They were... Yeah. That was before. That was in oh. World War II. Yeah, like it was like to re-educate somebody never means like we're going to make them smart again. No, we're going to erase their culture and give them ours. I think never. Yeah, I think um, indigenous peoples had a lot of re-education. I hate it. I hate this term, and they use it so many points throughout here to re-educate Ahura. And I, they're, they're actually just trying to like make her smart again. They're trying to make her smart again, yeah, and they, yeah. they like think that if she can just be, if she can get the information to be a person again, that she's this fixed. Is the part that I hate, I hate this so much. They are like their assumption is if they can just like make her smart again, she'll be a her again because her is real fucking smart, but. She was mind wiped. Completely mind wiped. Yeah. She has no memories, no idea about who she was or what she was. And they're like just trying to like make her read again. And it's not going to bring Ahura back. Well, and like I feel like it probably does. I feel like Ahura is unchanged after this episode. Yeah. But it makes no fucking sense. Like it, like you can't just give somebody. Here's you know how to read. Here's how math works. Here's I'm how this. Some, I'm gonna do some fucking grace right now. Yeah, I'm being gracious as fuck. Neural connections. Once you make the neural connections, <laughs> they live in your brain, even if it's all like, because it didn't say we restructured her brain. We just mm-hmm. wiped it clean. All those connections are still there. So maybe that's what they're banking on because when she started learning how to read, first she had to learn how to speak, which they didn't take us through. They did not take us through that. They took us through reading later on. We're not even there yet, but we'll we'll get through this because we should complain about it now so we don't have but to later. Probably what they did was like, oh, she has to learn language. And so they started like trying to teach her language. And then she knew Swahili better than English because that was her first language. So her all of her neural connections were still intact because she already her brain already yeah, was wired. already learned all that yeah her brain was already wired in all these different ways and so that's why it kind of came easy and it was kind of fast 
Yeah, because she definitely, like, when once we get to her learning things again, like, she fucking learned. Yeah. Nailing it. Just fucking so fucking fast. Yeah. I think that's that's how we're going to explain all of the anger we have at, like, you can't just teach somebody math and they are Uhura. Maybe all of her neural connections reinvigorated. Yeah. I mean, so, um... Basically, that's we're gonna get there. We go to Spock, that talking about Nomad to Kirk, and he's saying that it's a stubborn machine, which seems like a really stupid thing to say about a machine. A, a machine, like you're Spock, you're smart. Stubborn. Like, why are you attributing? Like, you're anthropomorphizing, yeah, a that's, robot, that's, that's like machine. Um, and so. He's he's saying that this unit is different. Oh, okay. So this is where Nomad's there. They're just talking in front of it. And he's just like, oh, this unit is different. Like, its brain is well-ordered. Because, you know, Spock's a Vulcan. Spock. Yeah, logic. he's talking. He's logic. Uh, so he, Kirk says, you're going to let him examine you. Um, and then we go back to her. the goddamn screens. Yeah. Don't fucking kill him when he tries. When this happens, yeah. you're, gonna um, you're gonna lower your shit. He won't touch you. Yeah, deal with it. Yes. So uh, we then cut to a scene in the middle here where Ahura is learning to read, and this is what Carrie and I were talking about. Okay, this is this passes the Bechtel test, and I think that's pretty fucking impressive for the original series. <laughs> um, what we dealt with so far, guys. It's future Sarah. I just wanted to let you know that we had some um, audio issues here, and just most importantly, what you need to know is Nurse Chapel is teaching Ahura how to read again, um, and she has an issue with the fact that Ahura goes to Swahili before English, and Carrie and I complained about that for a little bit, and now we are back to it passing the Bechtel test. No. So, when you're... <laughs> One, her makeup was still perfect yeah it was on <laughs> like, point it was on point like everything yeah. of it she just looked so good even though the scene is stupid uh they still celebrate this moment where ahura is like learning how to read again and like obviously ahura is like trying to take in this information so i feel like on some level she knows that she yeah. is she needs to like build this up again well, and, kind of, and figure out these skills the question like what is consciousness like was Ahura still in there, just unable to communicate and do things? I mean, that's what it, I like, we are giving this so much more, like, grace yeah. than it deserves. More attention. But, yeah, well, it's just frustrating, because, like, if you say you wipe someone clean, like, your experiences are part of what makes you, and I'm sure this is, like, some sort of amnesia th- question, too, because you can you can lose all of your memories and still know how to speak functions in a mysterious way. It's like God. It's just mysterious ways, ways. but it it really does. Like there's different parts of your brain that handle speech or memories and things like that. So maybe it just wiped out the part of her that was like at the communication, the communication part of her. I don't know because she's still, she seemed she's, like she wasn't like like she was still sitting up and blinking and communicative. Yeah, uh, well, she was still like, tr- 
not Why? just hitting herself. Yeah. Well, she was just like a blob. Yeah. I don't know. I'm sure that somebody who understands psychology better than me might know what's going on here. But um, Nurse Chapel gets up and she says, I'll be right back. Like you keep practicing. And she goes and she talks to Bones and she says, well, she uh, her is reading at a first grade level. Um, she has definitely an Yay! Definitely an aptitude for math. So, I mean, which we kind of understand from earlier when she was able to like decipher a mathematic code. And also this, like, I don't want to, I don't want to give this too much credence because this show is still terrible. It is. But women that like the fifties and sixties and seventies is when women were told they weren't good at math. They couldn't do yeah. So to have a female character that had an aptitude for math is actually kind of great. Come yeah. Here, good at math. And I just want to point out that I don't know many people who could relearn literally fucking everything in like an episode. A day hasn't passed that we know of. Nobody's gone to bed and woken up again. Yeah. <laughs> no, again, the neural connections are still there. Like they're, still there. They're, still <laughs> there. Just... they're still there. They're still there. Like, she just forgot it, but there's still it's there. like it's like flashcards. Yeah. <laughs> just like get her back to where she was. I don't it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. But I I just like to assume that next episode of her is gonna be perfect. And oh, yeah. it'll be like this never happened. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> um and so uh Nurse Chapel's just talking to Bones and she's like, So you think that this could work? And he's like, Well, we have lots of material here for her to learn and and re-educate herself so she can get back to work. I fucking I don't like that still. We go to the next scene. Spock has found the accident info. Um and this is where my note says the other nothing blah 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 blah. <laughs> it sounds like it makes blah. no sense. So the the important thing to know here is that he understands that something has happened. There was an accident. And he needs more information on it. So he has to do the mind meld. And this is where Kirk says, you will not hurt him. He's going to touch you. And you're just going to fucking deal with it. You're going to put those goddamn screens down. Okay. You're going to let this dude touch you. Exactly. You're going to be cool about it. So fuck off. And so he does that. And Carrie and I are going to read our separate notes. And this is the only information you're going to get on the mind meld. Because it was really dumb. Carrie. What are your mind meld notes? All right. Nope. Uh, Spock going to touch you. Okay, cool. Uh-huh. Spock melding with robot. I am nomad. I am performing my function. The emptiness it approaches. I am the other. I am Tan Ru. Nomad Tan Ru. Imor Law, which we don't quite know what that means. Uh, imperfection must sterilize rebirth we are complete okay my notes say perform function emptiness collision damage blackness i am the other error imperfection must sterilize rebirth much power creator tanru yeah, we are nomad complete. We are nomad. And then Spock, like Kirk pulls Spock off, and but Spock still seems to be like connected somehow. So Kirk's really mad. He's like hugging his friend. He's hugging Spock. 
Um, I even wrote hug Spock heart XOXO. <laughs> it's, a, it's a very nice moment. Um, but he's holding Spock to him and he says, Nomad, like stop, like break your connection with Mr. Spock or with the unit Spock. And it says acknowledged and it lets him go. And they run out of the room and Spock's super droopy. He's like flopping all around and he's Kirk. Floppy. Yeah, Kirk like sets him up against flop the wall. Flop a flop a Joe. Exactly. And he's like, Spock, like Spock, what's all this mean? Like, what's going on? What is we are nomad? And this is when Spock explains that he was he saw that the the uh nomad was damaged in deep space and most of it was destroyed. And at that point it ran into basically another probe that it merged with. And then also it took a nomad. Was it also Nomad? Yeah. I thought it was the other. I thought that's what the name you were saying. You know, had... He called it the other, but I'm pretty sure it was also Nomad. Like but they you, were... you said another name. What was the, the word you said that wasn't? Ton... Tonru? I thought that's what it was called. That's probably alien for Nomad. Oh, maybe it's maybe they were just two Nomads that yeah. crossed in the night. But <laughs> other... so they robot it was supposed to be like seeking out soil samples and sterilizing them so that like they could just like bring it back to that planet and see if they could like cultivate life on that planet like it was supposed to kill all the microbes so it didn't infect the planet but also see like what the soil's made out of like it was it was a really good idea honestly that's a good idea but then these two bastards collided and, and they, they made a baby with, of themselves. Yeah. They made they made a baby nomad. <laughs> a baby nomad that's which would take out life and sterilize it. And sterilize it. So here's what I don't get. One of you is to seek out life. No weapons. The other one is to collect soil samples and sterilize them. That's not a weapon. So why once you're combined? Can you now destroy worlds with 4 billion people on them? Maybe because it was artificial intelligence and it was programmed to enhance itself. Wow, you're giving it so much credit. God, look at you. I am very fucking... Yeah. I, I, I really think... Well, maybe what they did was they were like, Oh, I mean, we had this thing that's a lot of smart stuff and... Aliens probably had a lot of smart stuff too. And if you can bind two smart stuffs, they're gonna make the smartest stuff. It's so much smart stuffs. <laughs> yeah. Get a weapon. And I, I fucking hate where Kirk goes with this. He's like, it's like a changeling. And Spock's yeah. like, what? And so he Not he what? explains to him what a changeling is in like ancient lore, where they replace a baby with like a fae or like a demon baby that like it was but, like, like you would say that it was a changeling. Somebody took your quote unquote normal baby and gave you a baby that was really difficult and had issues. I think um, colicky babies also got it a lot. Yeah. Like changelings. Like if you were good and then suddenly you were colicky, like you yeah. must have been a changeling. Anytime like you, you were kind of, and again, quote unquote normal baby. And then you got to be a hard baby it was a changeling baby because it was a changeling. Oh, you're good baby and gave you a tricky elf baby. But that's not 
what happened with Nomad. Not like remotely. I wrote Trojan Horse. I feel like that would have been a more apt like comparison. Uh, or and just then, like anything. Like the meteorite that hits Earth and kills the dinosaurs is way yeah. more apt than Changeling. Than Changeling. I did make a note that maybe they should have called this confusion. <laughs> Because they fused and they got confused. Com- confusion. Like they're computers? <laughs> they're computers that are confused. That fused. <laughs> they're com- confusion. Confusion. Guys, <laughs> that is grade A humor. And if you don't believe it, you're wrong. You're wrong, you're guys. Really wrong. We're so funny. <laughs> that was so good. Thank you're you. so funny. You did a great job. Thank you, Karen. Thank I you for supporting you. me. <laughs> so we we get the stupid story about the changelings. And um, <laughs> yeah. And so they're talking about all this power and this like ability that it has to kill. And then they, they use the term space happy for some reason. And then Kirk says, oh, it thinks I'm. Yeah, it thinks I'm its mom, and I fucking hate that. I fucking hate it. Because it thinks you're its creator, one, and, like, it's not trying to suckle your teeth, Kurt. Yeah, even like, hey, you made me. Yeah, I know I sound like just another angry woman right now, but it's just, it's so stupid. Like, from what I understand, Kirk identifies as a male. Like, he, him pronouns, like, nope. Why wouldn't you say it thinks I'm its father? Like, is it just because women nurture things and, and like create them? Like them. It's so dumb. And its It's creator was also male. (laughs) Like it, it, it boggles the mind that he says it thinks thinks I'm its mother because like every note I've made up to this point is it thinks it's, it thinks Kirk is its daddy. Like, it's like I oh I know I'm just no it it doesn't make any sense like, <laughs> like, it, it is a very shocking transition from like hey I'm a dude this thing thinks that I made it like if somebody if some random human being came to me and was like uh you made me I'd be like oh I'm I I'm guess I'm your mom yeah or I'm not your mom. Like you wouldn't say I'm not your daddy. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm I'm a woman and I yeah. identify as a woman. I would never be like, I must be your dad. Yeah, like the fact that he just jumps to mom because it says creator. I don't know. It just it doesn't make sense to me. It imprinted on you. That would have been fine. Like yeah. it's like it's like a baby duckling that imprinted on me. Yeah. Sure. This is a dumb duckish. Dumb as fuck duck. And it, d- it's dumb as duck. It imprinted on me. Yeah, dumb as duck. Yeah. It imprinted on me. Doesn't but matter. Again, it, doesn't matter what the gender is. <laughs> no, like it if he could, he could have said, it thinks I'm its parental figure. I would have been fine. But he just like, I don't know. It's so dumb. The robot is going places. It's just floating through the fucking hallways at this point. And these two red shirts are like, hey. Don't do that going those places. And it's like, well, fuck you guys. And they phaser it. And then it like shoots their phasers back at them. And those two red shirts die. Yeah. It's like red lasers. It shoots red lasers 
they shoot red lasers at it and then it shoots them back and then they disappear. Yeah. They don't they die. Woohoo! And that's so what happens where I was talking about earlier, like we don't know that the four billion people are dead. They just cease to exist. Like there's no there's no like there's no track of them being dead because Whatever he just he just zapped them out of existence. Oh, I assumed I assumed their phasers were were set to kill because we know that phasers can make people disappear. Yeah. So I assumed that they shot the phasers and it reflected them because that's yeah. what it looked like to me. No, no, totally. But whatever, yeah. like he didn't like kill four billion people. He zapped them out of existence. They just ceased to exist. He didn't. Like, they were like, why wasn't there any kind of trace that you killed all these people? That's what I don't get. Like, No, he didn't. He just zapped them from being. But they don't say that. They just say that they're... But we, we saw that he could do that easily. But he... Well, no, but the, I think that was the phasers. I don't think he had anything to do with that. I think he reflected the phasers and the phasers made but them disappear. Shot, like, 90 photon cannons at them. Like, he can do, I think, whatever the fuck he feels like. I do I'm agree with like, that. Hey, I just think in this, I think in like, this. Hey, Sarah, Sarah, you don't exist anymore. But, but here's the thing. I'm like, like, talking, you're booped. I booped you. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that that's what he did, though. Like, he didn't, like, radiation them to death. He didn't set off a big bomb that killed them all. He was just like, uh, you guys, I'm going to not make life farms exist anymore. My thing, though. He's not. A magic being. He's a robot. He's a probe with some alien technology that was just meant to sterilize fertilizer or like, you know, soil samples. Like they can't make four billion people disappear. They can't do it. I don't fucking care what Star Trek says. It happened, Sarah. Just accept it. It didn't. No. No. Go. No. <laughs> I'm not on Doctor Who anymore. I know. I can't. I can't do the real song. I go straight to that one. Okay. Yeah. No, that's the only one that is real. It's the only one that matters. Moving on. Um. He's 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 just disappeared. These red shirts, and he goes into engineering. And Scotty's like, "Hey, you don't you do these things?" And it floats straight on past Scotty because it doesn't kill him for some reason. Um. And that's it starts doing. Yeah, it starts doing shit. And he's like, don't touch that. Like, stop doing shit. And it's just like, mm, this is primitive. And I'm going to make it better. This this main drive here, it's going to be better. And yeah, so it starts I'm like yelling at the floaty robot who's like, hmm. <laughs> I don't think, one, Scotty, did you not learn your lesson the first time you died? Like, yeah, the first time you died. <laughs> you know what I would do if it came into the, maybe I'm just a Run. fucking pansy, but I would just be like, no. I'm, I'm out. out. I'm out. I'm leaving this room. Whatever this robot decides to do. Good night. Goodbye. Thank you. I have already died once. I'm not going to let it kill me again. (laughs) This thing already proved that it doesn't give a fuck about me. Yeah. I'm out. So it's you. It starts repairing things and there's flashy lights, and it's like somebody else is like, oh, we're at warp nine. And Scotty's like, 
no, we're not. And they're like, oh shit, we're at warp 10 now. And yeah, it's like, no, we're at all the warps. Yeah, I'm making it better. And he's like, this is impossible. And they're like, warp 11. Yeah, and Nomad is just like, I'm just fixing inefficiencies. I'm like, your engines it- are garbage. Yeah, I'm this is fixing your garbage. What are you guys even doing here? Like, this is so yeah. primitive. Slush garbage. So bad. And so Kirk runs in. He's like, stop. No bad nomad yeah bad robot bad and uh he's like i was just increasing efficiency and he's like well the ship's hole can't handle like warp 11 like you need to fucking stop you're destroying my ship and so he like everything slows down everything's fine increasing efficiency yeah. and then spock just runs in after kirk and narks on fucking uh nomad and he's like he killed he killed two guys. He killed them. I saw it. Yeah, they're he did it. They're gone. They're just gone. He killed them. Um and Kirk's like, You fucking you killed my guys? And he's like, Hey, this is Nomad. He's like, Hey. Um, about that. So they were primitive. And I and I I guess I did do that. Um, but they were my buzz. They were hard. They were worse than me. I was better than them. Um, and I'm actually the best. And do you see what I did? I got you to warp 11 and Kirk's like, well, I'm a biological life form and I created you. And the, and then it's like, what? No, you did. That's inconsistent with the information I have, which says that, that the biological life forms are inferior. And <laughs> okay, so it still thinks Kirk is its creator. And so Kirk's like, listen, you're going to follow my two guards that are wearing red shirts, and you're and not going to hurt You're them. not going to hurt the red shirts. No, her <laughs> red shirt. Yeah. No, her red shirt. <laughs> right? Right? You've got it. And it's like, her red shirt. Got it. Yes. <laughs> like- yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yes, what it heard. Um, so it follows the two guards out, um, even though it has these instructions not to harm them. Uh, and then we go to this conversation where uh, Spock, I guess, is talking about how it's programmed to investigate. Yeah, inconsistencies. Um, inconsistency. It's it's all sorts of stupid. Um, Spock says that he thinks basically that it is, it does have the location of Earth now and it wants to go back because Earth is imperf- imperfect and it's going to kill everyone. It's going okay, to it just wants its launch point and it turns out that yeah. the launch point is like full of humans and it's going to go all of them. Yeah, they're, they're Im- imperfect life forms. So we get a captain's log. About this nightmarish scenario where the nightmarish, yes, this you does say nightmarish. Uh, this robot nomad is going to kill everyone on earth. Um, and so I did write nomad stops listening and kills two red shirts, so like immediately just doesn't give a shit. So, like. It starts going wherever it wants, and they're like, "Hey, nomad, you can't what do that." Like, kind of missed earlier is the there was there was a very small scene where they were talking. The robot was kind of in the room. Spock was there, and Kirk was there, and the robot stopped for a second. And Spock's like, "I think it's evaluating," 
And Kirk is like, what the fuck could it even evaluate? And then, oh, yes. I think it's evaluating you you in particular. And so now we're at this new scene where it has evaluated and And doesn't give a shit what Kirk said. It does not evaluated that Kirk doesn't fucking matter. He is nothing. And so it's literally doing whatever the fuck it feels like. Which is killing these two red shirts. Mm-hmm. It's like, fuck them. And then it floats up a ladder. The same ladder that Kirk usually like climbs up. It just floats up that. Um, and Bones is calling Kirk to sickbay. And Nomad is... So, with oh, Nomad... So Kirk, Kirk goes to sickbay. Okay. Oh, and they find Nurse Chapel on the ground. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think he sees the robot and he's like, hey, stop all those things. And yeah. the robot's like, middle fingers all the way. Yeah. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Middle fuck you. fingers all the way. Yeah. He's still trying to figure out what's going on in bay, And so he just is like, well, I can't even fucking deal with this bullshit. Yeah. So go figure out sick bay because the robot is doing whatever the robot fucking wants. And whatever so- it wants. I'm going to leave it to kill parts of my crew. Who knows? What, what else are you going to do, Sarah? Really? Yeah. I mean, yeah. It can make people disappear. Yeah. Uh, for a billion of them. So uh, Nomad had knocked out Chapel and like taken information and it found out that Kirk is imperfect. So. Uh, no, Chapel was trying to stop it from getting the yeah, ship records, she, and it only wanted the ship records of Kirk, and so it read the ship records of James T. Kirk, and it was like, my whole not, life is a lie. He's this not perfect. That's not the, perfect. This is Kirk. Here's what I, he doesn't know that yet, though, because that's how Kirk defeats the robot later. Spoilers. Oh, spoilers. So, like, does he just like get all of Kirk's information, including his full name, probably, and it's still like doesn't get the year that he was born? <laughs> like he just still this all-knowing robot does not understand that this is not his Kirk. You know what? It doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't fucking matter. But they um <laughs> but he Scotty calls and says it's turned off all the life support and engineering. Um, and so Kirk goes to engineering and turns the life support off on the whole ship, actually. Oh, with the whole ship. Well, everyone in engineering is passed out. That's all I know. Yeah. The whole ship, though, has lost life support. Yes. Oh, yeah. So they only have a certain amount of time to figure this out. Um, but for some reason, people in engineering are just passed out everywhere. And we know they're not dead because Kirk checks their pulse and he doesn't seem like overly mad so we can assume that he's found out that these people are alive and just knocked out and he tells nomad like you need to fix all of this you need to stop you need to listen to me and nomad's like "Eh, i've decided i don't need to listen to you anymore um and Kirk's like, well, I admit that I'm imperfect, but I made you. And this is where it's so dumb. I'm not going to read all my notes because I'm so fucking mad about it. He does the argument where he just like talks in circles with a robot, which we've heard this all before. But then he's like, so you've been wrong like three times. You have like three errors. You're imperfect. By your own standards, you need to sterilize yourself. Yeah. 
Which, by the way, since when is sterilization destroying? <laughs> like, those are, they're not synonymous in my mind. I, I think it depends on the type of sterilization. Because, like, if you sterilize a counter, you kill everything on it. You kill the germs on it. Well, the life I sterilize my hands. I don't kill my hands. I don't know, Sarah. Like, I'm, I'm trying to be. I'm trying I'm, to be gracious. I, I feel you like really. Tr- I am the gracious one. This episode, in particular, because I think it's so stupid. It really like, is. Sterilizing doesn't mean you kill all the people. Like, I don't know. It just wiping them out. He's wiping them out. He's going to do it, but then Kirk's like, you need to sterilize yourself, which to me, when you're a robot, means like, wipe you down with a Lysol wipe, but who knows? Don't make babies. Don't make babies. Yeah, you can't make baby probes. No more probing. No more probing. (laughs) Um, And then it's like, no. Anal somehow, Sarah. Always do. (laughs) The the poop hole loophole. (laughs) But like, for No. Uh, it starts having like an air. It's like, but you're my creator, and is and Kirk's like, no, I'm not. See, you're flawed. I'm not even your creator. That was a different Kirk, and that's how stupid you are. You're so stupid. And Wrong so, idiot, dumbhead. Yeah. And so while it's like hyperventilating, and like it does do that. I scene. I need you all to imagine. You had like a very just a male robot voice this whole time. Uh huh. Just a standard generic male voice, and as the scene continues, it starts sucking up helium. And it's like, oh no! It's like the Mister Bill. Yeah. Like error, error. Ends up getting stupid, but it starts out normal, Uh and then when it as it's like hyperventilating, it's hyper sucking up helium. Yeah, (laughs) getting higher and and higher and higher, worse and worse and worse, and less logical and more stupid. And then they like clamp these two anti gravity things on the side of it so they can carry it to the transporter room. It's so heavy. Yeah, and they've got to get it out of here. And so they're in the transporter room, and Kirk's this like, and they set it on the transporter pad. And I fucking, I also hate this. They wait for oh, it to so explode, bad. like, like, and Kirk's like, somehow Kirk knows precisely when it's going to explode. So he's telling Scotty or whoever's at the transporter table to wait. Yeah, and he's like egging it on. He's like, "Hey, Nomad, you're imperfect, and you suck, and it's time to exercise your prime yeah, function." I'm gonna- Keep pissing you off. Yeah. And the robot's like, error, 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 error. I'm not imperfect. And so, and then he's like, now. And then they beam it off the ship and it explodes. And I don't know, like, why does Kirk have this information? How does Kirk know that that's the perfect time? They did, they did, they, it was for the record, they had said, we have to transport it into subspace. Like, get it far the fuck away. I get that. And none of the other part makes sense. But they did know to get away from the ship. Already anti-gravity it. And they've already, like, overpowered it. Only anti-gravity gravitated it to make it lighter so they could carry it. 
get that, but it's like, it's not going anywhere. As soon as, to me, to me, you have a fucking killing machine on your ship. You set that on the transport pad, it is gone. It's not like they don't yeah. have channels where he could, like, egg it on from space. Yeah. Also, <laughs> like, that fucking robot could have killed them all 17 times before... Dude between the time when they put it on the transporter pad and when it actually went out to space and then it does, it blows up, guys. It blows up! It blows up in space and everything's fine. Flash. Big flash. Okay, it's so stupid. Because so we go... Kirk confused it. He confused to it to death. Kirk confuses me to death sometimes. <laughs> so never once blown up in subspace, Sam. No, I haven't. I've blown I'm up on this podcast about it. <laughs> <laughs> So we're on the bridge. Um, and then uh, Spock is giving Kirk a compliment. And he says, congratulations. What was what was it he said, Carrie? You wrote, you wrote down the actual compliment. I wrote down the actual words. I'm really proud of myself. I just wrote congrats because I don't fucking, I fucking what hate it. What he said was dazzling display of logic, Captain. Yes. And then Kirk said, didn't expect that from me, huh? And Spock's basically just like, nope. And then yeah, Kirk, no, no, I didn't. No, I didn't. And Kirk gives him like the saddest face. It's the funniest part of the whole yeah, fucking he episode. So dejected and She's like, like, huh? Yeah. What? <laughs> like it was. We we've decided like that was Kirk's finest acting moment of this whole oh, yeah. show so far. Yes. Oh, I also. Speaking of good acting moments, I did make a note that I forgot to mention, and it's that the the most uh, relatable part of Kirk is how often he has to pull his shirt down. <laughs> like that's my life. Yeah, every fucking day. So like he Kirk had some redeeming moments in this episode. Is all I'm saying. It doesn't make him okay. No, no, no. Relatable. Yeah, the sad face was funny. And the yeah. fact that he's always pulling his shirt down. Like, I've done that, like, a million times today. Um, the dance was really good because he really looked dejected. He Spock did. Like, no, I actually didn't think you were that smart or cool. Yeah. And like, oh, oh, okay. I thought I was. I thought, I thought that, I mean, I just thought you'd be nicer yeah. about it. <laughs> so, uh, Bones comes in and he says, hey, like, Lieutenant Uhura is back at college level. Like, we should have her working within a week. I, like. Yeah, no, she'll be just fine. Don't, she'll be fine. Don't, don't worry about it. She's just No, back. like, I just wish they had at least said like, just, like, one line, one throwaway line where they were, like, oh, as soon as she starts relearning, like, vocabulary, everything else will fall into place. Like, it's something like that. And then I could have been, like, I, okay. I think the great redeeming line would have been, like, uh, the scan that we took of her, we're going to, once she has learned up to skill, we're going to yeah. put her scan back into her back in her brain somehow just anything yeah. anything to say that we're also going to give her back all of her experiences Uh-hura. we're gonna Uh-hura. give her back to her yeah like because you you are just so everybody yeah. knows you are more than what you know <laughs> like you're you're, you're all of your education you are every yeah. experience that you, i actually yeah. This is how, like, I justify a lot of my life. Like, when I feel really, really terrible and sad, I'm like, you know what? I am 
every experience that I've like, there is nothing in this whole world that has ever lived my exact existence. This is fucking amazing. I'm great. Yeah. Nobody like, else has ever dealt with any of this. Nobody. And if you were wiped clean, are you still the same person? Because you know what? Been... I would be if they just put some leopard print in. Yeah. If you just. Here's your education and some leopard print. Yeah. And, and for me, it would be like glass lure. No, it'd be a glasses <laughs> chain. A glasses chain. Yeah. Give her a glasses chain. It'll yeah. all come back. She'll remember. She'll make all those neural connections again. Yes. All coming back to me now. All coming back to me. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. We need to finish. So, Ahura is back at college level. Um, and then Spock is kind of like lamenting because he always does when something is lost. And this he's like, well, fucking amazing. This was some like. Not only was it a chance to like study something from the early 2000s, yeah, no, it wasn't, <laughs> but it collided with an alien thing which they don't know anything about and then became this new thing. Spock is like really upset that, yeah, they can't actually study because this is, I wish we could have studied it. Yeah, this is yeah. fucking amazing. It's yeah. our technology, and then some aliens did some stuff, and they like made this weird dumb baby, and we yeah. just a weird dumb baby that killed well, everything. And that's exactly. And then Kirk's like, "Oh, you mean my son? Because it thought I was its mother." Like, and then he like kind of like pretends to be sad, and he's like, "Yes, my son could have made a really good doctor." And I think it's supposed to be like uh, a doctor, a doctor. Like, it's supposed to be, like, a funny ending. But the fact that he says he does refer to himself once again as its mother, <laughs> like... Yeah. It's very oh, disingenuous. It didn't... It, it just didn't it, track. No, it didn't. It didn't track. And it was... It was weird. And that is the end of the episode. Like, that's... We end on a really dumb joke and, like, a little bit of sexism. I'm saying it's super sexist. I'm just saying. No. It just... There were... There are Kirk's different ways it could have been written that would have been true to the character. Yes. Happened. No. But I mean, Sarah, we made well, it through that thing though. God damn. We, we you're fucking welcome, guys. Don't watch that one. It's not the worst episode. It's not even close to the worst episode, but no. I have no interest. I never need to see that again, ever, no. ever, ever. The only reason I would kind of watch it again is to see, like, I here's why I think Ahura was so pretty in that scene, is she was also, like, genuinely smiling. Like, yeah. it was, like, a very, like, happy look on her face when she was able to, like, read whatever yeah. she was trying to read. Put it on and then fast forward to Ahura in <laughs> bed, like, yeah. reading again. Like, that, yeah. that's, that's all you need. Just all you need. Just, like, re-experience that point take in her like beautiful outfit and her wonderful smile and yeah. like so kirk's dejection that was pretty good yeah go to the, I, go I, to the I, very felt, end. I felt that one it was good all right well thank you guys for listening like always um you guys are the real sorry sarah no you're the, you're the real mvps you, you really guys, are anybody listening you're you're doing the lord's work yeah. champion <laughs> work. live long and prosper <laughs> we did it oh i have to pee again